Hi, Ralph. Hi, Jim. How are you doing today? I, well, I don't know. I'm going to talk to you about that. Okay, I'm Here ready to listen. Here it is. It's December the 19th today. Okay. Uh, what, six more days before Christmas? Right. And I'm sitting here amidst wrapping paper and unwrapped gifts and uh, a partridge in a pear tree. And, uh, you know, what do you do on the sixth day of Christmas? And when do the maids of milking come in? And how about those words of leaping? I'm all confused. I understand that. A lot of people are confused, maybe not too happy, and maybe pretty stressed a few days before Christmas. You know, it reminds me of the um, uh, Peanuts Christmas story where uh, Charlie Brown says, you know, I'm depressed. I, you know, I just don't have any, any joy around the Christmas season. And I think that happens to a lot of people. And yeah, I, and I mean, there are a number of reasons for that. Financial, um, in terms of time management, in terms of uh, maybe you have a significant person in your life who passed near Christmas and... Every time you get to this season, morning starts again. Mm -hmm, yeah. Um, but you I, know, and, and also just the run, 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 uh, you know, kind run, of... Run, run, reindeer. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I kind of like the advice that Linus, our uh, uh, stoic in the Peanuts series, gave to Charlie Brown. He said, you need to have put some meaning in your life. And, you know, he roped Charlie Brown into being the director of the Christmas pageant. Okay. Which didn't work out that well either. No, but at least Charlie Brown was busy. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. you know, the thing is that... Uh, busy in a focused way. Yeah, busy in a focused way. And also, uh, you know, one of the things that we have to think about, Jim, is Christmas is a time of kindness, you know, it's the time that Scrooge goes out and buys the Christmas goose and brings it to Tiny Tim's house. And you know, he wasn't driving down the main street of London uh, in his uh, uh, Lexus uh, uh, yelling and screaming at people, right? No, but I've seen that here in our little <laughs> town of Mount Pleasant, yeah. uh, people driving in fine exhibitions of road rage. Uh, but the thing is, you know, you, you say it, it's the season of kindness, be good to others. Uh -huh. uh, and one of the things we tend to neglect at that is being good to ourselves. You know, that's something that's really important, Ralph, this whole notion of self-care. And, you know, in my field, psychology, the mental health professionals are some of the worst people in terms of self-care. They take on everybody else's problems and... and don't deal with them th their own all yeah. well sometimes. And, and we should do a whole thing on self-care. Yeah, and one of the things, Jim, that it, it uh, kind of says to, to me in terms of self-care is a lot of people have the old idea of uh, the, I burn my candle at both ends, uh, it will not last the night. But all my foes and all my friends, it gives a lovely light. And, you know, you burn your candle at both ends. You try to be busy for everybody else. Mm -hmm. And there's no time for you to say, hey, you know, I need to sleep. I need some rest. Right. I need 15 minutes to sit down and just gather up my forces again. Mm -hmm. So that's what we're going to be talking about, how to gather up your forces during the next six days uh, till, and, till December 25th. 
And or maybe, until maybe, Kwanzaa or whatever. Yeah, maybe until uh, the New Year because the time between Christmas and New Year's is also stressful for, for a lot of people in the sense that we all anticipate. So we're saying, I can hold out to Christmas. I can hold out to Christmas. And Christmas morning comes and the kids run into the living room. They unwrap their presents. They jump into the present boxes and they play. And you're saying, is this all there is? Isn't it, did, I, mm -hmm. did I hold out for a month waiting for this and it's a big nothing? Well, yeah. yeah. But the thing is that that next week, you're saying to yourself, it was a big nothing. Yeah, and that, I think, I've been hearing, I think it's a John Lennon song. So this is Christmas, and what have you done? Another day older? Yeah. Or another year older, and new one's just begun? Yeah, sort of, a, and I think that really gets to a lot of people. You know, just, you know, what, what's next? And that's why Linus's, Linus's advice of, Finding something meaningful is important. I think if you can find meaningful things. Now, I doubt if there are too many kids listening to this podcast. Usually it's going to be um, young professionals and uh, sometimes married folks and sometimes people with significant others. But if you can spend some time with your family, a good activity is uh, either telling family stories or reading to the, uh, to the kids. Yeah, and, you know, there are lots of Christmas stories. Uh, James Harriet, who wrote the, the dog stories, has a number of things about Christmas dogs mm -hmm. that are worth reading to the family. Yeah, and he's got one on the Christmas cat as well. I remember I used to read it to, uh, to Bridget. And, in fact, Sheila came through and uh, on her way out, and she made a suggestion that that would be a good thing for a mom she said, but I think a dad also, to sit down and read with the, with the kids. You know, turn off the electronics for a while and, uh, you know, tell the story with your mouth. Right. And the other thing, and this kind of swings it in a different direction, Jim, but, um, you know, you can sit together as a family, which many families find it difficult to to make the time to do that with the kids if, after they get a little, little older, they're going out to this one's house or they're going over to somebody else's place or they're getting together in the mall and uh, there's no time, you feel, to get together as a family. Well, uh -huh. make... There is one, one uh, period of time that you've talked about before, Ralph, dinner. Dinner, yeah. And dinner can be a wonderful time to gather the family together and say, okay, I don't care what you do up until 5 o'clock and I don't care what you do after 7 o'clock, but for these two hours, we're going to be together and we'll eat together and we'll talk together and I'll read you a story or you can tell me what was good today or whatever. Mm -hmm. Now this takes some discipline on the adult's part it because does. the adult might very well want to be there playing with the phone or playing with the Xbox. Yeah. You know, and you can, but the dividend here is that if you want your kids to uh, be civilized and, and to say like you when they're 15, you don't start when they're one day before 15. You start when they're five. 
Yeah, and that's that's a significant point, I think, Jim, that that this kind of thing is installed over uh, a number of years, the growing years, mm -hmm. and you know, you you look at, uh, let's say, you have a four-year-old who's about to go to kindergarten, and you think, oh, kindergarten, very significant. I must teach them, and so you try and and teach a four-year-old how to be, um, I don't know what you would say, um, Civilized? ready ready for kindergarten. Okay, yeah. And they're not ready. They need, they need to play. They need to uh, learn at their own rate. So you, you can't suddenly say, I left you alone for four years, and now for the next year, I'm going to be... Uh, on your back like white on rice trying to teach you how to be ready for kindergarten right yeah now you or, or yeah, similarly you can't do the same thing with your kid and hopefully they're going to learn how to be an adult yeah you know you've got to model that as you go through well, let's get back to this particular season from say now the week before christmas to new year's the week after christmas right Right. So it's a stressful time for people. There was a study that you quoted to me a while ago that how uh, forty six percent or thirty eight percent of people say that their their stress is uh, quite noticeably increased okay. through the Christmas season. Now the thing that surprised me about that was that that figure was so low. Well, you have to figure out that we already have about 20% of the population that's stressed and depressed. So this is a group then that has now even more stress. Right. Or more people fall into the stress and de-stressed group. So yeah, I can see it. I, I think, you know, if you were to tell me 50% of the folks walking around who are stressing out, I'd say, hey, looks like the people I've been interacting with. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we... We look at kind of self-care and treatment options for people. Well, we're not going to send you all to uh, a clinician and say you need to have your head shrunk uh, before Christmas. But we can say one of the things that you could do is stay active. Well, stay active. Uh, Physically. Racing around, shopping and... No, no, no. no. This is stay active in the sense that get up, go outside. I know it's damnably cold these days, but go outside and take a walk. Okay, yeah. Um, Walking go, lowers your stress level, no question. And go to the park. Maybe take your kids to the park and, and let them run and romp. And they will, even though it's cold. And you can too. You can play with them. You can, you know, fly a kite in the middle of winter or whatever. And that kind of exercise and activity really significantly lowers your stress level. And you know what else it does, Ralph? It relaxes you enough at the end of the day that you can actually get to sleep. You're yeah. tired. Yeah, you know, you're, you're tired. Okay. And, and the thing is that for a lot of people, this time of year, with its multitude of worries, uh, many people go to bed and they sleep for an hour or two, and then, boink, they're yep. wide awake at two o'clock in the morning and they lie there until six in the morning and then they say 
I might as well get up. Yeah. And they spend the rest of the day kind of like the the walking dead. The zombie-like, yeah. Yeah. You know, one of the things that we haven't talked about recently is that this time of year, you know, the Christmas season, comes right at the season of uh, seasonal affective disorder. Yeah, so ma maximum got, darkness. Yeah, so you've got that to contend with also. Well, I'll see if I can put up a couple of uh, uh, videos on SAD. I think they're out there on the, uh, on the internet. Um, SAD, seasonal affective disorder. So you've got sort of a double whammy going on here. A couple things that you could try to help mellow you out a little bit. Um, you could uh, ask Alexa to play soft classical music, maybe not Christmas music. Yeah. You probably had enough of that going to the grocery store. But soft classical or stress-reducing music. Or, you know, light jazz, mm -hmm. uh, whatever, whatever you like. Uh, Do things in moderation. Eat in moderation. Drink in moderation. You know. Do your exercises in moderation, but do them. Any other ideas, Ralph? Well, one of the things we, we talk about uh, drinking in moderation, Jim, uh, here's a story from my Canadian background. Uh, December the 1st, we used to see people in the, the liquor store. They didn't sell liquor in, in any grocery store. The, there was a liquor store and a beer outlet. The liquor store sold liquor and wine. But you'd see people in there in long lines and they'd be buying a case of mixed liquor and a case of wine and then they'd go next door to the beer store and they'd buy two cases of beer. You know, it's kind of interesting. I came from Canada also, Ralph, and people referred to that as their Christmas booze. Yeah. You know, like there's no booze in the other you know, seasons of the months, year. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but Anyhow. the thing is that, you know, everybody stocked up for Christmas. And the reason for that was that you expected a lot of company. If you were home in the evening, you know, it was likely that a, a friend, a friend, a couple, uh, maybe two or three friends and their wives or husbands would drop in and everybody would have a drink and you'd have yeah. some you know, some time together. Yeah, I remember that with my parents, that uh, there'd be people that maybe they haven't seen all year who would sort of come around to the house and, you know, they'd have a convivial time for a while. And the thing is that that, that has, uh, I don't know whether it never existed here in the United States or it has gone away. And I said to Jim when we talked about that earlier today that I think that's because the... Um, the laws against drinking and driving have become so um, thoroughly enforced that people are afraid to go to somebody's house and have two or three drinks and then set out to drive home mm -hmm. because they know that they're likely to get stopped in a ride check. If they do, they may be in serious trouble. Gotcha. So yeah. drink in moderation. Yep. Um, and enjoy it, but be wary of both the effects of alcohol, which is a depressant, and um, if you're one of the moderns who say, well, I don't drink, but I do uh, inhale a little marijuana every now and again, uh, 
Be yeah. wary of that too, because it <laughs> buzzed turns, driving is impaired driving, right? Yes, and it, not only that, but it turns out that it also has a psychoactive and possibly uh, depressive effect. Okay, so listen to some Christmas music. You know, maybe read the Christmas Carol again. Uh, put on. The George uh, Scott version of uh, Scrooge and the Christmas Story, and try and relax and try and enjoy yourselves. Um, so until probably the New Year, this is Jim and Ralph saying, "Keep your stick on the ice because we're, we're all, all in, in this, this together." together.